Welcome everyone to the Uppy and Stash Show. I'm your host, Uppy. Uh, with me tonight, we have Stash. Stash, how are you? I am doing absolutely phenomenal and glad I'm alive. Good, good. And uh, joining us from Kentucky this time, we have Pennsylvania. How are you? I am loving life and ready to drink a beer. Perfect. Well, we are totally excited. Uh, we're bringing back Beer Week. It's one of the best weeks we had of all last year. We're doing it again this year. And we're doing it bigger and badder than last year. And this year we're kicking off in Kentucky. So this is the first time we're doing it with beers from outside of California. And not only that, normally we would do two. Tonight we're actually going to do three for you. So um, they were provided to us by Pennsylvania. He had a beer donkey he hired to bring its way out west and um so the first one we're starting with tonight actually does not come from uh kentucky this one comes to us from indiana uh some mutual friends of ours i've heard say great things about this this beer is called zombie dust and it is a pale ale and uh, my first time having it uh pennsylvania you, you want to start off any what are your thoughts on this one what do you like about it um, so this is from Three Floyds, uh, which is uh, fairly famous here in the Midwest. Um, sometimes it's hard to find their beers, so mm. I was pretty excited. My my local uh, liquor store down the road, it's pretty fancy, um, started carrying a lot of their stuff. So I, I've been running through that. But uh, the zombie dust, it's it's straightforward. It's a little uh, bitter for you know more of a traditional IPA. Um, yep. It packs a little bit of a wallop. Um, but it's, I don't know. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, so I'm reading here. here. Yeah. It comes in at 6.2% according to my Google search. Um, I think seeing uh, traditional is a good way to describe it. Um, it has that classic bitterness that you'd actually almost expect from like, say a Sierra Nevada pale ale. Um, and it's quite refreshing. You know, and not to pull in the beer advocate, but it has a hundred score. No kidding. Beer. Yeah, so it's 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 just more of a traditional uh, IPA, like you said, like yeah. Sierra Nevada. Just got that bitterness. It's it's very upfront with that, and then it just nice smooth finish, in my opinion. Yeah, the, the the bitterness is not so like pronounced though. I mean, the smooth the smooth finish definitely does um, give it that quality at the end. So. I I I could enjoy this beer with like a, a like a really good fucking like hamburger with barbecue sauce on it and like melted cheese type of thing, you know? That's that's the kind of feeling I get out of this beer. Yeah, I think you hit it on the head because it, it it's one of those things if you're eating something like really greasy, like a big burger, like you know, not like a McDonald's burger, but something that's substantial and got a little grease coming off it and with a bunch yeah. of cheese, it's gonna cut through that. Yeah. Yeah, even a, even a, a fried egg on it with some bacon. There you go, man. That sounds like a good hamburger right there. Yeah, this is a – so as we record this, this is like the one, quote, unquote, cold day of summer we have out here, at least in NorCal. Um, Same it's, down not, here. it's not even in the 90s today, which is very strange. Um, it's a perfect beer for a day like today. Would I want yeah. this beer when it's 105? No. But – I could see myself enjoying it just as much if, say, it was like 93 degrees or less. Like, yeah. 
because it's not too heavy to not be crushable on a hot day but no it's it's beautiful it's like 85 down in socal and it's it's even right now it's probably just about 80 it's beautiful right now like i love it it's i'm actually sitting outside that's how beautiful it is right now i would not be sitting outside on a on a regular day because it'd still be a (laughs) hundred so no, that is, yeah. It's, honestly, it worked out perfectly that today was the day to do this one because this is the perfect beer for today. Yeah. Um, I'd like to hear that. So, but just comparatively with, with, with people saying that, it, you know, it's a, one of these amazing beers and beer advocate having it at 100, it's weird because, like, and, and I, I've seen a lot of reviews, it's like what it's kind of underwhelming because it's such – such as a traditional take on an IPA that like people expect something like, you know, this, you know, like in beer fest where the tears coming down your cheek when you drink it, you know, like, it's, <laughs> yeah. and it's not quite that. It's just a very, very good traditional IPA. I, you know, I, I, I can't, I'm not a mind reader, but I think, I think it's because it's the drinkability of it <laughs> and the fact that it doesn't lack any flavor is why it probably has a hundred. Yeah, uh, you know, for those for those two main reasons, because that's a really delicious beer on that front of like where you can handle something salty and greasy, and then not feel like your mouth is super dry from it. Like you know, it kind of that's that's the overall feeling I get from it. Yeah, to, to be a hell of a, a palate cleanser, I think you know, mm-hmm. you take a bite of beer and bam, you're going to taste this beer. It's going to cut through that, and then you go back to tasting your your burger. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Very nice. Very nice. My, and my favorite thing about this is, is just it harkens back to a more traditional time before we had all these different styles, before there was hazies and sours and every which way of beer and seltzers. And like, this is just a good, well done traditional style beer. And yeah. it deserves to go with a good traditional style food. Hell, I, I would even go and get some in and out. Like, yeah yeah this is definitely like a a one where you you're kind of hanging out with friends and someone's barbecuing or something type of thing you know Mm -hmm. that's that's kind of feel that i i I get from it it seems like since you're outside that should be what you're doing right now uh i did it (laughs) earlier actually you know it was nice enough that i did it earlier i did it for lunch you know since i work work from home i i've been today was a nice day to grill up some some hamburgers and some hot dogs from from a t- for my son, so for, for little I'm stuff. Cur- I'm curious. So, how often that you're working from home do you have a libation? Um, considering that nobody follows this podcast from work, <laughs> <laughs> I last week I probably uh, partaked about three days, uh, three Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, starting probably like around lunchtime. <laughs> that's not, you know, like if you're just doing a Corona, yeah. you know, you're just rock, rocking a Corona. That's almost, that's just like having lemonade. In my yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's nothing heavy. It's, um, it was like, uh, you know, Corona's or if I had the, um, one of the local breweries here, uh, hangar 24 has what they call an American light beer. And it's about 5%, 4% or something, but it's just something that I sip on because, I'm sitting there and no one's watching me some. Right. <laughs> unless unless they call unless they call like a last minute team meeting 
which they have done in the past, I got to remember not to reach for my glass, to reach for the beer can and drink it while I'm in the meeting. So, hey, I, I just saw myself. I just saw on Instagram they have like sleeves that look like Mountain Dew or Pepsi that you can buy. So yeah, <laughs> you might, might want to invest in one of those. Yeah, yeah, I got to I got to do that or just get a colored cup so they can't tell what I'm drinking. So, well, you, you know what I would do when I had Zoom meetings where it wasn't technically wrong to be drinking during the time, but I've kind of figured out was the only one drinking it is I would conveniently uh, stop my video long enough to take a big old drink and then come back. Oh, nice. <laughs> so you got it planned out. Yeah. Or yeah. you could just like take a, take a piece of paper and just put please stand by and hold it up in front of the. Right. <laughs> you make that that noise that you when when TV went used to go blank when we were kids at, at midnight. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, all right. well, I have I I, I have a, a colleague who who uh, confessed to me that uh, she she um and the morning meetings we have like at nine a.m. right nine nine o'clock I think or nine thirty I can't remember now but uh, she's still in bed. She's literally laying in bed with the with with her laptop open and and the camera off, right? She can hear everything that's going on. Nice. Yeah. And then and then then she starts her day. So. You know what? That's a pro move right there. Mm-hmm. Very pro Life move. Hack. She, yeah. she has it all figured out. So uh, before we get into ranking this one on a scale of one to five, which is not something we did previous, uh, we didn't do this last year. So the ranking's new as far as beer week is concerned. I do want to ask Pennsylvania real quick. Um, have you had any other beers from Three Floyds? And what do you think? Yes. So you, I can't even tell you the names because they're all batshit. Um, so they have like like Space Finger or something or other. Mm-hmm. They're all weird. And as you can see, the, they put a lot of money into their art. Yeah. So all of their, all of their, bottles are just amazing any of any of their cases like you know they, they do it up man you could almost just collect some of this stuff hmm. um so all of their i have not had a bad beer by them i've probably had five or six of their beers um so th- this is definitely one of my faves just because it's so easy to drink and it's traditional uh but the uh i can't remember what the other one is like space finger mm-hmm. it's got a big spaceship on it that was really good um so I'm going to be running through them because, like I said, the Old Town Liquors right down the road on Bardstown, Bardstown Road in uh, Kentu- uh, Louisville, Kentucky here is uh, they, they're spot on with carrying all kinds of weird stuff. So and that's kind of why you've got the other things that you guys uh, are going to try here. So Gotcha. All right. So I'm going to start with you, Stash. Um, zero to five quarter points. Uh, where are you putting this one? I'm putting this at uh, three and three quarter stars. Uh, no, my bad. I'm sorry. I was on star search for a second. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm uh, I'm putting this right at a right at a borderline five, man. I really I really like this beer, but I'm 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 dying to try the other two that we got going. So I might reverse my judgment on this later, but I definitely give it a, a very strong four going into five so about four four and three quarters is that yeah. about where you want to okay yeah yeah okay uh pencil tucky 
what, what what's your rank on this one? Um, I'm going to rank it based on its traditional style and crushability. It's a solid four or five. If you have the option of buying like this in like a Sierra Nevada, you're going to come out on top going with the zombie dust. Um, so, you know, really solid, probably one of my faves ever, but you know, not perfect. Right. Um, this beer to me, it's, it's funny in that I felt like I've had this beer before in my life, but on the other hand, it's almost like I've never had anything like it either. Um, but I'm going to agree. This probably might be the highest rating beer we've ever done. I, I'm right in line with the four and a half. Um, it's just amazing. It's a good traditional style beer done right. And it good would go with traditional style food, like a hamburger and it would be just perfect. So yeah. Very nice, and I, I guess we should just say that one for last. I'm, <laughs> I'm afraid for the other two, <laughs> given how nice that uh, was. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, if I was going to pick a next one, I would definitely uh, go with the Country Boy because it's going to nuke your taste buds, and you're going to have to go drink a little water afterwards. Not <laughs> um, bad. Wow. Um, it's a good one. It, it's interesting. It's weird, um, but I'm, I'm kind of excited to get into it. Well, funny enough, that was what we had lined up next. It is a uh, so this one actually is from Kentucky. Uh, it comes to us from Country Boy Brewing, like you mentioned, in Georgetown, Kentucky. And it's called a it's the coconut coconut hefe, uh, Heffenweizen style beer, a seasonal. Uh, I looked it up, and this one comes in at four point three, so not too heavy on the alcohol percent excuse me, alcohol percentage, so I'm going to take my first sip. Stash is going to take his first sip. Coconut Hefe. And I'm intrigued. For, for, <laughs> all, you, for all you uh, non-Spanish colon, colonized speakers out there, Hefe is just boss. Huh. <laughs> El Hefe. El Hefe. So we're going to start calling you. That's <laughs> wow, that's interesting. It's it's a weird one, man. I can't put my finger on it. It does drink like a sour. Like I thought it was a sour, and then I'm like, this is supposed to be Hefeweizen. And that, I have to ask both of you: Do you guys taste coconut? No. Mm. Not at all. No. I may have to pour it into a glass. Hold on, because that is sour. But let me see if I can get that coconut out of there. I think it tastes more like lemony to me. Like, yeah, I thought I totally thought it was almost like a shandy, in my opinion, sour mm -hmm. shandy. <clears throat> this is one of those ones. That I have a feeling how I think that's how it's going to go for me. Is I was not impressed with the first sip, but I wasn't totally put off by it. Either. I have a feeling that by the end of the can, I would be ready for another one. But it's funny you say that because that is my own personal opinion. First, when I first <laughs> taste it, it like punches you in the mouth and you're like, what, what the hell is this? It's not, you know, you're, you're expecting coconut, which is a mild flavor, yeah. right? Exactly. No, no fucking coconut. Like, I don't know if it's a ruse or what. Let's try this again here. Yeah, just Pour it out. Coconut. That's a beautiful color though. Look at that. It's like somebody pissed. <laughs> Nope. 
Still no coconut? <laughs> no coconut on that one. I just don't, I don't taste it at all. No. Super sour though, but I get that's a lot what of threw, That's what threw me off is the sourness. You know, I was like, you're, I know it's supposed to be a summer beer. I can't find it anymore. It was like there for like a week and it's gone. Um, so like, it's, it's kind of, it's just so weird because it's not what you expect, and especially the name in a coconut. I think that that's kind of a misnomer. Right. Well, Snash, I, I got a tough job for you. Uh-huh. Food pairings. <laughs> you know, um, because this is so, this is so like sour um, that it kind of has like that lemony taste mm-hmm. to it, right? So when I think of like lemon and lemonade and stuff, I'm thinking of like a really super spicy salsa on a taco. This can handle it because because you can eat that taco, get the saltiness, and then go and hit a little bit of the sourness, mm-hmm. and then kind of like you know level it off a little bit. I love that stash because you know what I think it would pair with is just something to add a little heat to it. Yeah. That's when I yes. kind of, or like a really spicy sausage, you know, like a, like a one that knocks your fucking socks off type of thing, you know? You know, yeah, um, that, go ahead. I was just going to say that sourness is going to cut through that, that heat. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I agree. I agree with that point of like, that was my first thought as well. But the other thing that creeped in my head and it, it'd be a little bit redundancy as far as a pal's concerned, but I think it could work. As we make at our house uh, a seared tuna, like over like a citrusy, like arugula salad, and um, it would be a little redundant on the citrusy part, but I think I could actually enjoy this beer having that dinner. Um, yeah. No, that's pretty. That, that's pretty badass. And you left coast fucks with your fancy dinners. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Your, your tuna bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. On the fucking arugula. That was that was very elitist uh, West Coast talk right there. <laughs> Dude, if you saw my current, if you saw the current state of my backyard, you would think I was lucky right now. You know, I just go down the street down to, Mar- to Mark's Barbecue, and I'll fucking get Mark's Feed Store right down on on Bardstown. And I'm going to get some good old fucking barbecue with this. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That'd, that'd be good too. Uh, yeah. no, here's my, my true thought. I think this would pair well with a dessert, something uh, chocolate based. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. 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 Um, it has like a summer shandy type of feel to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of has what, that feel. That's what we were talking about while you're getting our glass. Um, I had to see much. get the coconut out of it. <laughs> you can't because it's not there. Yeah. That's what I'm disappointed in because I think if you did a beer with like a, a good, reasonably strong coconut smell to it, I think it would be pretty interesting. Well, I agree. I would like to try that. Sadly, this isn't that beer. And I got all excited when it arrived because I'm like, huh. I might be grossed out by this, but I'm excited for it. And yeah, I don't what I I don't even smell the coconut. I think it was a play of words. I think I I because I, you know coconuts 
something on the outside but different on the inside type of thing. Oh, I that's think that's, cool. Yeah, I think it's a play on words. I think they're like, hey, coconut half, right? You're like, oh, I like a good half. And then you open it and it's fucking sour. And you're like, all yeah. right, well, I guess I got to drink it because it's already open. I'm not going to waste a fucking beer type of thing. I think it's a play on words almost like it's a Kentucky beer, right? And you're expecting like that sweet coconut thing. You get that bitter lemon. Maybe it's just like uh, some liminal messaging that you'd be a nut to be in Kentucky and vote for uh, Turtle Face, you know? Oh, he's kicking the shit out of McGrath in the polling right now. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he is. You guys got the, the establishment went against Cory Booker, the guy that, that could beat him and, and, and get the black vote and, and a lot of people of color vote out, out of uh, Kentucky, man. That sucked. Yeah. Um, just so you know, I was just looking at their other seasonal is a, a lemonade lager, which I, I've been very tempted to do. I've seen it a couple times. I bet this you it is, tastes like coconut. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that coconut. be the... Well, that <laughs> was technically their, their spring uh, seasonal, so maybe <laughs> they just kept making the same thing and just put it in another fucking can. Yeah. They're like, fuck it, we got this lemonade lager left over. Just throw it in the hefe can. Perfect, yeah. No one's going to know. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to ask, I'm starting with you, Pencil Tucky. On this one... I'm sure it's not four and a half, but where, where do you rank this one? Uh, I don't know if it would be a repeat purchase for me. And if it was, it'd be like a can, you know, mm-hmm. I had a sixer of it and you guys got uh, some of them and I had, I had the remaining uh, four. So uh, it's like a three, two, five. Like it's, it's, you know, say three is kind of like the average beer. It's, it's slightly above average just because it's so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, it's like, you know, it wouldn't be anything I'm reaching into the cooler for every time. Right. Like if it was the last thing left, I wouldn't like cry. I would still drink it, but there'd be a reason why it'd probably be the last year left in my fridge. Um, they are better back to back. You hit uh-huh. on it, like the, you drink that first one and if you have another one, it, it's, it's a different experience than the first that, one. That makes a lot of sense. Cause I, I truly felt that by the end of this can, I would love it. Maybe not love it, but strongly like. So that makes a whole lot of sense. If I had a second one with it, um, it'd be a good night. Um, I'm going to double down on the three, two, five. <clears throat> I was very close to giving it a three, but I felt like it deserved a little bit better than that, but not quite a three and a half. So I'm coming at 3.25 for this one. Where, we, where did you say Coconut Boy was out? Oh, sorry, Country Boy was out of again? Well, um, the lemonade city. one. Yeah, what city? Oh, it's uh, Georgetown. Uh, yep. You guys said it at the same time. Georgetown. Oh. Georgetown. So it's kind of like the middle of Kentucky. Um, that's why it's country boy. Yep. <laughs> and and they, they've been doing some interesting things during the COVID, you know, fighting to stay, stay afloat. So. I um, you know what I I am <clears throat> I like summer shandy and this is kind of in that realm of summer shandy. Yeah. This is a one where it's like a hundred and fucking fifteen degrees outside. You've been drinking all day at the lake or the river or whatever, 
you got to eat something, but you don't want to stop drinking at the same time. This is your go-to why you just got to eat something type of feeling. And then you eat and then you go back to your regular brew. So I give I like this, it. I like, I, I, it's kind of hard because I, I, I have that feeling for it, but it feels like the girl I don't want to go on the next date with. So, but I like you enough to maybe want to see you. So you're like a 2.5 ish, you know, that's where I'm at on this thing. 2.5. So like the date wasn't terrible. You still fucked her, but then <laughs> wow. yeah, yeah. You kind of laid there a little too much and didn't participate kind of feeling. Yeah. Okay, so two and a half from Stash. Um, I do, you know, I'm happy. I think this is my first known beer from Kentucky I've ever had, and I'm okay with that first experience. So, um, well, I appreciate on. that because that's a, that's a. I had a hard time finding things I liked here. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, you are pretty spoiled when you're at home in Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania does have a really solid uh, beer scene, so. Um, well, it's gotten better. I found some some more breweries locally, um, and and I'm finding things that are. I'm like, all right, they know what they're doing. So for for a while there, I was nervous that they, this was like an afterthought of shit. You know, people that didn't have the money to get into distilling. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So our final stop tonight is in Tennessee. This one comes to us from the Bearded Irish Brewing. Bearded Iris Brewing Company. This is a IPA, uh, a double IPA, and it is called Tunnel Vision. There's three words on the front, and those three words are zippy, lemon, melon. So, bottoms up. So, just a little bit about this one. So, I, I cover all of Kentucky. So, I was down in Bowling Green, which is a bedroom community to uh, Nashville. So, that's where I found this one. So, when I find weird things in, in new places, I, I tend to buy them up. And just to spoil it a little bit, this is a 93 on Beer Advocate. So, it's wow. well, well liked. Well liked. It's 6.8% uh, alcohol. It looks like they use Citra, Eldorado, and Mosaic hops. Um, I found a description of it from the website itself. Uh, it says this IPA showcases a blurred edge mouthfeel, multi-layered juiciness of mosaic and citra, and a chewy lemon starburst zing courtesy of El Dorado oil. This variant incorporates a double dry hop of citra because why not more citra? I, I agree with that statement. Why not more citra? Yeah, fuck it. Um, this one also, to me, ha has a bit of a classic taste to it. Um, oh, that smells beautiful. Kind of oh, like, yeah, like zombie dust. It tastes like something I've had before, but also has that bit of it where it's like, I've never had this. But it tastes familiar, but in all the best ways. This is definitely one you got to pour out and smell while you're drinking. Mm. Uh, it definitely changes the what's going on in your mouth yep um it's a i i love the smell of this one is fucking fantastic it's that it's got all the right like a little bit of floral a little bit of like the you know that pininess and, and mm -hmm. you know it's just it's just fantastic yep 
I um that smell was beautiful. Like uh, the aromas that come, came off of it where when I poured it into the can. Uh, let me do that one more time. Beautiful, freaking beautiful. The, the okay, so the like the palatability of this. I don't even know if that's a word, but I'm making it up anyways because we live in the time of Trump. Um, but but it's um, very subtle on the back end, <clears throat> where it's not overly dry, but you kind of get the dryness of it. You know, it, it's not like you're puckering your lips type of feeling, but you go like, oh yeah, it's dry, but I, I can handle that. And you take another drink, and then you take another drink before you know it, because if it's alcohol volume, you're fucked up, you know? Because you've taken like three fucking cans of this, because you're like, I can handle this. And all of a sudden, it fucking kicks in, and you're dancing on the table to fucking, you know, the, the, the tequila song, uh, half naked. So, wow. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not going to lie, the other night uh, when I was with you, I had two of those. And so the, those were kind of the night enders, because it, mm. it's delicious. And it moves you in the right direction. If, yeah. if you like a, a little hotter beer with the full flavor and, and the great aroma, this is it will get you in trouble. Yeah. yeah. But th- this is the kind of beer, though, that you don't have with the full meal. This is an appetizer's type of beer. This is a beer that you go out to hang with your friends and you eat something uh, everybody can share, like a shareable, you know, where it's, it's, it's you're not going to get full, but you're preventing yourself from getting stupid drunk. And so what I would go with on this beer, because it has that feeling of it, is it's going to be have to be something like a, because you know you're going to throw up if you drink too much of this, because you're also going to mix other stuff with it, is you're going to go for an appetizer that's like a, um, a salty nachos with like, mm. or, or like a, um, a carne salad fries type of feeling you know something where you dip in and you get a few and you hit that guacamole and you're like oh that's pretty good all right and you go back and you drink this i want to know what carne asada fries are that sounds uh, very left coast also but carne, sa- carne asada fries are a um very drunk type of thing to eat um those who do eat it like let's say i'm eating it at lunch um, have the palate of a five-year-old, but when you're drunk <laughs> and you want to eat something greasy and great, you eat carne salad fries, which is just a load of fries, of thick fries. And um, then from there, you add the carne salad, which should be very traditional carne salad. It should be meat, like actual uh, skirt steak. But you can use you can use ground beef. I've seen it ha- happen before. Uh, and then you add um, your your cilantro, your onions, um, and then you add your like uh, side of guacamole, your sour cream, and lots and lots of cheese, depending on where you're wherever you're getting it. And you eat that thing as fast as possible because you cannot. It's something that cannot wait. It has to be eaten as quick quickly as possible when you're <laughs> high and drunk preferably um whether that's whether that's cocaine or weed you just eat that shit as fast as you can the grease gets stuck to your stomach so that you can handle uh the rest of the night and you know you're kind of settled for a little bit but that's the kind of shit that carne salad fries are you can also do this with tater tots so if you're at home get yourself a skirt steak find a good little marinade that you like that is very hispanic based 
politically speaking, um, and, you know, freaking get that shit cooking, cut it up really fine, mix that shit together with a lot of cheese and let it melt, and have a way at it, man. So, so I'll have to say on the food front, I, I, I kind of agree and I kind of disagree, and this will probably upset you, Stash, but this beer kind of reminds me of some of my favorite beers that Blaker has done. Which means to me what I would really want with this beer. Um, some chips and salsa would be nice, but also just some good tacos. Like legit tacos from the taqueria style. Um, so I definitely want Mexican food with this beer. That's weird because I agree with that. And I was thinking more of like a like a fish taco hmm. or like a, a, a tuna taco with you know some some you know fresh uh the fresh salsa, what is that called? With the pico de gallo? Pico de gallo yeah, with, yeah, with a bunch of pico on it, mm-hmm. and then you're just sipping at it, and you're, get, you're getting your three to six tacos and having mm-hmm. at it. I think it'd be great. Okay, well, I have to ask, are you, a, are you a fried fish taco fan, or are you a grilled fish taco fan? I'm both. It just depends on the fish. Yeah, um, like mahi-mahi. Sometimes... Yeah, sometimes you just need that greasy fried, like, you know, cod or whatever, white fish, whatever is thrown in there. But and then other times, you know, you want you want a, a tuna and, and some, you know, something fresh that pops. So, Dude, um, you just remind, that's super delicious. Like, I love that the fish taco idea. That, like, totally blows my mind because I never even thought about the fish taco thing. But here's, like, a cool recipe, right? Uh, that 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 you could try at home, that you could do, that we've done down here. I don't know if everybody does, does it, but I don't even know where um, my grandpa came up with it. But we used to do, we used to do these things called tuna tostadas. Okay, so you get your regular tostada shells, you know, at your buy at your local grocery store. You get your favorite cans of tuna or albacore, preferably in water, preferably albacore because it's a little bit lighter and easier to handle. And um, you make your tuna the way that you generally like it. Um, <clears throat> easy on the mayonnaise, though, so that you get a can of beans, whole beans, like Sun Vista or not even don't, – don't buy Goya, but another can of whole beans. And you fry the beans in oil, and then you smash them up yourself and add your salt, pepper, and garlic. And then you spread the beans, the smashed beans, on your taco, on your, on your tostada shell. And then you add your tuna that you've just made on top of it and you eat it like that, it's fucking amazing. Like, I may even try that again with this beer if I can get my hands on it again one more time. I'll pay for the shipping and handling. Because that that's actually sounds fucking amazing. I, I want to do it. No, hey, well, flights are cheap. I'll just fly out there with some. That'll be my carry-on. Right. With <laughs> <laughs> a sixer. Yeah, c- come on over. Uppy, Uppy, uh, Uppy knows that... Uh, I'm the hostess with the mostest. Come on down. I'll make you drink all night and all morning the next day. That's fine. I, you know, I, w- I was completely hammed on your uh, podcast the other day. So, so up you said I mostly pulled it off. So I, I'm, I think we're good. Pulled it up quite well, you know. Because <laughs> I warned him when he sent the invite. I'm like, I'm not p- particularly coherent today. So. Yeah. Well, well, Britain, Britain Liberty pulled it off to a couple of times on our podcast with this singing. So I don't know how he did it, but he did. Oh man. Like at one time me and him finished the 15 pack, like during your podcast. 
was that the one that he sang um these arms yes uh, <laughs> that's on my itunes on my phone still and every once in a while as i'm skipping songs that that sh- that shit shows up on my, on my on my radio and it's funny because i listen to it all the way through because that was the most uh eventful experience i've had in podcasting was that it was listening to that re-recording um from the beginning because i didn't hear we didn't know exactly what was going on until i listened to it and you guys are freaking funny because he's asked because she's asking for pizza and whatever and then all of a sudden he's like drunk song of the night and then he just starts singing and it's amazing (laughs) yeah we had some fun he he the, the worst part not only did he have six or seven beers sitting there, he was out drinking at a bar beforehand. So, like, we were just, like, just bombed. Yeah. I, I have we to send be- it. I have to send it to you so you can listen to it fully all the way. Shit, just share it on uh, Twitter. Embarrass us. No. Listen to it first, and then I'll share it, because I want you to hear it, because it is amazing. No, those are some of the best moments. Like, not not that we were hammered or whatever, but just you know where it's just shit happens and spontaneous and and, and fun. So that, I think that's to me that's what podcasting is all about. Like, you know, you can be informative, you can have a plan, you can do all these things, but fuck that. Sometimes the best things are just unplanned madness. Yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys definitely helped us in in, in that respect because that 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 was our early years, Uppy. That was our early in the beginning when we've just uh, and they were coming on to talk to us and get us um, comfortable with podcasting. And uh, that was it's a, a memory that is never going to leave my podcasting experience ever. And people won't understand it. If I could even explain it to them, they won't understand it until they hear it. You know, and I'm glad I have it on my phone because I could, you know, show that um, in a drunken, you know, cocaine fuel type of, you know. <laughs> and- I'm totally happy because, you know, we wouldn't know Pennsylvania without the podcasting world. And no. since then, he has become a great friend of both of us. Yeah. yeah man, I appreciate it. Live in, you know, because we wouldn't have found you otherwise, you know. No, it seems like we're long lost friends, you know, like, we're, you know, we used to be friends in high school and we're just getting back together and drinking some beer and talking some shit. You know, that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's what I fucking love, man. I just so the for the record, I don't know. I don't know anybody from Pennsylvania or Kentucky. Um, well, except for little Candy, but she's a porn star, and I don't think she knows me. But anyways, well, there, out, of, out of state, out of mind, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's I, the I, baby. <laughs> I'm not clever enough to segue that into closing out the show. <laughs> uh, uh, so. I will, uh, so, so we were on the Tunnel Vision beer, and yeah. I, since I haven't gone first, I will go first this time. I, I love this beer, and I, I'm going to give it a 425. I, I think it's awesome. I love it, and I, I wish I had better access to it. So um, awesome, awesome beer. Loved it so much. And um, Stash, how about you go next? Um, Tunnel Vision has got to be on my top five radar. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. That's I, – I even might overthrow uh, the first one we did with Zombie on the top five radar. But this is on my top five. I really like the smoothness of it. 
because it's bitter, but it's like um, silky bitter. Like it's weird. Like you drink it and it's not overly bitter. Where I'd saying I have to have a cup of water still, but it's kind of like yeah, I'm bitter, bitch. But you like me, type of feeling, and and I still keep fucking drinking it. It's that hot. That's that hot blonde in high, high school that would never give you the time of day, and then she talks to you like once a week randomly. Yeah, and up he knows. I up he knows. I love blondes, so like this is the worst. So <laughs> it falls right into my category. Um, I love this beer. I'm uh, shipping and handling is paid for. I, I'm 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 zooming. I'm, I'm going to sell you some money or cash up you or I'll send you some of my nudes or whatever I got to do. I'm, uh, it's it's going to get paid for. Yeah. Well, if you send nudes, that that deducts a dollar that you send me so like it, it's gonna work against you heavily i got i got i got i'm super creative i got tons of shower scenes i got i'm just laying down for bed or i will i will send you a six pack or a four pack. it comes in four packs i'll send you a four pack yeah. of that on my dime if you recreate the george george costanza on the chase lounge doing the the tiger thing i i will i will okay but <laughs> I will do it, and then we have to have a podcast about it. So <laughs> you, you have the other stipulation: I will send you two four packs, so you will get a total of eight of these beers, which are not cheap, sent to you in a box, magically showing up at your house, wrapped exquisitely like I did the other beers. But you have to share it on Twitter and say this is our next podcast. So, <laughs> deal, deal. I will right, do it. Man. I will do as it. soon as but, you do it, I, I will ship the next day. Guarantee, as long as I'm in Kentucky, <laughs> next day, boom. Ship. Okay, okay. We'll hash out the details uh, on our text messages that we have, nice. and it, it'll it'll happen. I'll make it happen. And fucking tunnel vision has got me all fucked up. <laughs> it could be it's the third beer you've had, and the, the other one, zombie dust, was you know reasonably strong. So yeah. You're making bad decisions, and I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I told you you'd be dancing on the table, you know, with the Santa Quila in the background, you know, half naked. So, all right. I'm just going to tell you I found a little little secret, and they'll have to send you these guys if you're doing beer work week. Maybe I'll get my shit together. But the the Upland Brewing that I sent you yesterday, Mm Uppy, the Dragonfly IPA is fucking fantastic. It's really, really good. Had it last yep. night, so I might send that to you. But since we're talking about the tunnel vision, I'm going to go a little lower. I thought it was fucking great. I feel like I've had something similar. It's kind of in that hazy range for me. Um, floral notes, all that stuff's great. But I'm going to give it a four. Um, it's, it's good, good, but it's not like – doesn't blow my mind good. Well – Still, I mean, all things considered, this was a damn good night with a damn good collection of beers. I mean, two of our highest rated beers ever on this one show. Um, can't go wrong with that. Pencil Taki, thank you for your help with this. Thank you for joining us tonight. Um, can't wait to do more beer specials with you because this was a blast. So, No, I enjoyed it, man. And any anytime you guys want me on, since I'm not participating in some other things these days, I got a lot of time, uh, you know, past nine o'clock Eastern standard. So if you guys need a, a fill in or if you just want to flesh things out and, you know, um, 
just give me a heads up. And I, I generally, if I'm not super busy at any time, not between the 28th and the third of the month, any other days, I'm pretty fucking good. Perfect. Thank you. Stash, any final words? Yeah. Um, my words are this beer is going to have me dancing on the table tonight. <laughs> so, <laughs> I fucking love this beer. This is my beer tonight. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll text you uh, later about how to get me more of this beer. Sans George Costanza uh, uh, Twitter episode, but because um, that'll be just you know my little tip for you. Um, anyways, I'm super so. excited to see it on the social media. So let's 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 do this. Yeah, yeah. it'll it'll happen. 5.0 on this beer, I love it. Uh, thanks for sending everything out to me, brother. Really truly appreciate it. Um, I will uh, send out some very delicious and very very super popular down here and where i live at um locally uh um some some beard um known as hanger 24 and you will truly love it i'm going to send what they have in some beer cans um and you're it's super phenomenal down here we have a whole freaking event in southern california new England empire around this beer uh, and, and it's brewery called um, Hanger uh, uh, 24's uh, uh, Plain Festival. So you gotta, you just try it out. So, yeah. All right. My challenge to both of you is let's make this a monthly thing and we can ship beers back and forth. So that, that box is $15.30 and then you, you can fit a sixer in there. I, I, I only sent you three because that's, I, I wasn't planning well. But uh, I think you can do a sixer, wrap them up real good, send them out. Um, you know, for 30, bu- 30 bucks, we can make trades. Sounds good. Agreed. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you all for joining us tonight. Thank you, Pensacola, Kentucky, for uh, coming through for us. And until next time, we all wish you a good afternoon, a good evening, and a good night. I just watched that.